Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag Studios, MagSwag.com Studios. Uh, there you go. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. There we go. I'm trying to get my uh, microphone levels right here. Uh, perfect, perfect. Okay. Um, I had a moment of panic, Earl, uh, just, oh, yeah? just while we were sitting here. Just I was one? Like, well, the first one was I looked up and the uh, the lights were not on. <laughs> uh, 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 um, and uh, Whoa, wait a minute. Wait. Oh, yeah. that's right. I'm not do- I'm doing this one. I, I don't need the lights. The, uh, I, you know, this is the... We're, the studio is being used double time now for the rundown during the week with uh, our good friend, Mr. Craig Deleuze. And, Craig! Uh, and I just looked down. The clock was running, and everything was running like we do during the week. And I looked up, and the lights were not on. I was like, ah! Yeah, you, you, you can do uh, the rundown with Craig, but count me in for the booze with Deleuze. Booze with Deleuze. That's, there uh, we go. That will be a shot show. By the way, good news. For, well, hold on, let me finish. Let's finish this. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get to the good things Sidetrack. Let's get the good things going. Back on topic. Yeah. Back on topic. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I don't do the show by myself. Let me introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my left is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Yeah, his right-hand man on his left. I, you could sit over here in the other corner if you want. No, it's cramped over there. I like this one. I'm closer uh, to the door. So our good news is, I mean, at least at least for us, we've got uh, a confirmation, re-in- re-invitation, acceptance, and confirmation uh, to be back on Radio Row at SHOT Show this year. Uh, well, this coming uh, year, December is the end of this year, January, January 2022. Yeah, January 2022. Yeah. So we're back at uh, back at back over there and uh, look looking good. Um, you'll probably hear another sponsor change before then, and we've got them on board to make sure we all get out there as long as our employers let us have the time off. Nice. So. Hold on a minute. I'm checking my gun broker bid. There you, go. there you go. Oh, yeah. I haven't been on there in like two, three hours right now. I'm still winning. All there right. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Earl's, uh, Earl's coming with his new gun. He got it. Papa got well, a brand well, new gun. It, I'm actually I'm I'm buying a barrel, a barrel. Yeah, yeah. Right. For, for for my nine mil AR pistol. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. What what barrel length? Eight point three. Eight point three. I, I, got one of those in a truck. Now you tell me. <laughs> Dang it. Sorry about. Sorry about that. Okay. Biggest thing is is half by twenty eight threading. That way I can put my can on. It. Oh, okay. Because I have there a five and a half inch barrel right now. Right. 
but it's the wrong thread pitch. Okay, yeah, mine's mine's. The, I have the uh, the wrong thread pitch also. Oh, I don't want that one then. Okay, then then, then all good. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to uh, smack you around. Why didn't you tell me you had this? <laughs> uh, so, how are things in the world of Earl this week? How are things going? Very good, very good. Keeping busy. Very nice, very nice. Any any good new interesting places or just the usual? Same old, same, same old, old places. Gotcha. Same places back and forth. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's. Um, I was trying to think. Uh, oh, uh, actually, uh, yesterday I, I was I knew I would see it, so I was just it. It wasn't a question of if; it was merely a question of when. Mm-hmm. When I saw some major buffoonery running down the highway. Oh boy! And I'm in a tractor trailer. Right. I'm governed by my company at below the posted speed limit, so yep. I know I'm people are going to be passing me all day long. Yeah. And it, it, it kind of goes in waves of, you know, 15, 20 cars will be past me. And then for five miles, nothing. Right. And then 15, 20 more cars. Well, here go. Uh, a wave came by me. And, at the you know, as they pass me and then they start spreading out back in, you know, blocking up both lanes, moving along at, you know, three to five miles an hour, probably at the speed limit or a little bit above. Nothing, nothing unsafe. Here comes somebody bringing up the rear. And. Nobody is moving fast enough for him. Okay. He jockeys from the, the, the hammer lane, the left side passing lane. He yep. jockeys over to the right-hand lane. Yep. Jockeys back and forth. Next thing I know, boom, there he goes, out in the emergency breakdown lane, passing three cars on the right-hand side. Oh. Comes back into the, into the right lane. Yep. Passes a couple more cars that are cruising along in the left. And there he goes again, back in the emergency breakdown lane. And passes the whole lot of them. I'm just like, all right, I'm glad I'm way back here. I think I should be clear of shrapnel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have no sympathy for when those guys hit a piece of debris sitting on the side of the road. It tears their car up. They end up in a ditch overturned. Yep. That's Screw what I, dr- I drive by. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. You just hope that there, you know, no innocents get involved, you know? Yeah. That, that's it. Exactly. Because exactly. uh, they're just—it's it's just a matter of time until someone's killed because of idiots like that. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, speaking of buffoonery. Oh, okay. Uh, um, did you did you happen to see uh, our girl AOC this week? Uh, I think I may have heard oh. about it. Oh, well, we I, I don't time. get I don't get very good video reception in the cab of a truck running down the road. We, we got about I do get good radio reception. Two two and a half three minutes. She she came up with a plan, Earl. She, oh, okay. I think I. I, I she's think come I up with the plan. plan of how how to reduce uh, how, criminal. Oh yeah, population to, in, in the United States. Yeah, how to how to how to, how to reduce crime, how to reduce uh-huh. the criminal population. Uh-huh. The yeah. way to reduce the criminal population is don't build any more jails. Yeah, let's just let's just close prisons. If yeah. we close prisons, we'll have less criminal population. Hey, Mike, I got an idea along the same lines. You know, heart disease and <laughs> cancer yeah. are a major major cause yeah. of of death in in the united states so i i, I know how i'm going to take care of them well d- dr earl how do you do that i'm going to not build any more hospitals no more hospitals yeah well right. listen there'll be less people in hospitals sick with cancer and heart disease exactly <laughs> so exactly i think that's almost ex- exactly the same point i made the other day <laughs> it's like well there's too many sick people we should get rid of hospitals that way we won't have as many people in the hospital hey works for her what an idiot she's such a but what a treat she's a national treasure <laughs> she's a <sighs> A Queens Bronx native Ugh. national treasure, and again, pretty sure I've shown you the pictures. Pretty sure I partied with her in Boston about eight years ago. I'll say, okay, yeah. she's from Queens Bronx. Let me yeah. give her a Bronx cheer. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. She's used to that. Yeah, yeah, she's used to that. What a darling. 
And then she got reelected. You know, listen, the Republican Party couldn't even find somebody slightly less moronic than her to run against her. Well, I'm sure they could. Find, finding a, can, a worthy candidate to run against her is, I, I feel, probably the easy part. It's convincing her uh, ostrich-in-the-sand constituents yeah. to vote for that person. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, uh, it's, it's not like she won because of anything she said. Uh, if they really want to win in that, uh, that district, uh, they just find somebody with a, with a similar-sounding name that's a Republican. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's a it's a predominantly uh, minority controlled district with Hispanics. And if they could find listen, I'm not saying go out and find a, a, a dumb Spanish person. It's not by any means what I'm saying, because we already have that with her. Um, there's got to be one yeah, Spanish on dumb. Right. There's got to be one Spanish person in, in there that uh, would be willing to run. Uh, that would uh, be an intelligent congressperson, you know, yeah. because she clearly uh, cannot meet that standard. Yeah. You know, she she cannot. And, and so. let's, let's be honest, folks. The bar ain't set very high. No, no, it, it listen, wouldn't take yeah, much. Yeah, we could. We just got to find a find somebody that's uh, that's willing to stand there and and sit and, and sit next to her and go. I, I I can't believe I'm running against her. I can't believe her. she's a. If if she, I don't have to shave my beard, yeah, I'll put on a skirt and go by uh, Ernesto. Oh, there we go. Yeah, or right. or Ernest, Ernestita. Ernest, Ernestita. Ernestita. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studio. Stick around. We got more when we come back from the break. More, more. Oh boy. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. At about two minutes till we're back. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation. Intro in 10 seconds. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Glad you could be here joining us on this wonderful first june saturday of the year june uh, already i know june june oh my june gosh. i didn't think it was june until i was outside most of yesterday and today and um well, it was really really warm oh, <laughs> i stepped out of my car when i got here to location bravo yep and it just hit me it's like oh my gosh yeah the, and we, the humidity that's oh. it we had just had the rain here oh, it was, less it was than an hour before sauna. you got here yeah it's yeah. a sauna yeah oh. It it was. That's exactly what it is. Uh, let's see. We got uh, we got some topics. Where, let me show you what we got here today. We got some new guns. I, we got some new long guns and some new shotguns. I think we'll probably only be doing one of them. We'll save one for next week because we always coin get flip. Into, yeah. So if you know if you want to hear best new shotguns or best new long guns, uh, hit us up on the old uh, the my face there and uh, we'll and we'll do that. Let's see. Um, uh, a, a guy that was uh, you know doing some. Uh, some some items, some some sales with some ghost guns. We're going to talk to you about that. Um, we've got uh, oh, the big one, big one from our friends at the Firearms Policy Coalition out of California that we'll definitely be talking about uh, and, and a judge's decision oh, on yes. on uh, on uh, assault weapons in California. Um, what not to do with AR parts that you may own. We're going to talk about that as well. <laughs> or, uh, or, or, or where, or where, where, where not where, to send where them. Where not to send them. Uh, but, uh, but the first thing we're going to talk about is um, the ATF. The ATF, and, and I think this is uh, important to talk to you about because <sighs> they're, they're about to, uh, it could possibly be embarking uh, into a new era of uh, um, the Stasi, the, the KGB, the Nazi uh, SS uh, you know, the kind of thing with the possibility of getting David Chipman as their ATF director, the Biden's nominee. Yeah, that, that, uh, the, the more and more I learn about him, the scarier and scarier he is. Waco Dave. Waco yeah. Dave, they call him, yeah. yeah. Did, you see, did you see that when they were, they were doing the, I guess, the prelude to the nomination, 
um, they showed the picture of him at Waco holding the rifle, and his response was, "That yeah, wasn't me." Yeah, wasn't me. But I got here's the picture. He goes, "Yeah, it wasn't me." Wow. Yeah, somebody. Wow. Somebody must have altered that. It's, so it's so he, me. he wasn't one of the the many ATF agents posing over the burnt corpses he said of, it wasn't of me. every one of the wasn't Branch me. Davidians. Wasn't me. They, 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 caught him, they caught him butt naked on the bathroom floor, and he said, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could hear that song in my head as soon as you said that. So, it yeah. wasn't me. wasn't me. Uh, so let's, uh, let's talk a little ATF. Let's talk a little ATF. The buffoonery of the ATF. ATF catches thousands of law-breaking gun dealers every year. It shuts down very few. And that's kind of what caught my attention because having been and still in the industry for many, many years, uh, both Earl and I, um, uh, I, I, could, I could see that and go, wow, here's somebody trying to uh, immediately uh, uh, you know, poison the truth uh, and, and, put, and put out. Now, are there, are there bad dealers out there? Of course there are. And, and, and you know, no matter uh, what industry it is, there's always going to be one person or you know ten people, whatever the percentage is out there of people that are going to be uh, intentionally bending rules or even just flat out breaking laws. That so, that's why the ATF exists. Ex- exactly right. Yeah. And, and 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 like anything else, the ATF is uh, uh, staffed by human beings. Correct. Human beings are human, and then also are corruptible. Very true, very true. Um, and what we have found with uh, the ATF is uh, they are <sighs> understaffed. Oh, yes. Uh, um, uh, overworked, uh, asked to do things that uh, are, are not uh, logistically possible. You know, uh, it's just they, they can't. But uh, the other thing that they have going on that's, that goes against them is that their standards, their policies, their procedures vary from not only just one side of the country, from one region to another, from one supervisor to one subordinate, but from one individual on the left and one individual on the right. Um, now, I, again, I, I was going to generalize that. Their, their policies and procedures are in a constant state of flux. Flux and reinterpretation. Yes. Um, many times not written. Um, it is this supervisor's belief we should be enforcing it in this manner. So that's what we want you to do now, Mr. Dealer. And I know you did it differently before, but now you, we want you to do it this way because now I'm here. Yeah. Um, so everything that you've done for the last three years, I'm going to say was wrong. Um, but, but I'm doing it exactly the way... The, the agent in your shoe in your position told me how to do it three years ago and and let's be clear that that's we're talking about inspectors right yeah yeah the industry operations inspectors um, who are getting for the most part I think are wonderful people uh, and, and it's just and you can see the frustration dealing with them sometimes uh, you know well we were told to do it this way now well who told you that well you know it came from somewhere well where'd it come from well you know, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> what what does that even mean? You know. Yeah. What does that even mean? Uh, I'll give you a couple of examples here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Main, on Main Street in West Virginia, a woman marched through the front door of Uncle Sam's Loans, a carnivorous pawn shop packed with hunting bows, fishing lures, and camping supplies. Uh, the woman flashed her credentials, which revealed she was an investigator with the ATF. Dun, dun, dun. 
As ATF's third inspection of Uncle Sam's in seven years, the two most recent audits found that the store transferred weapons without conducting background checks and failed to provide safety notices to handgun buyers. Now, the, the way they lumped this together, all right, Earl, um, conducting, see, they transferred weapons without conducting background checks. Earl, is it legal for a, a dealer to conduct, uh, excuse me, to transfer a weapon without conducting a background check? Yes. There, folks, there are many, many instances where that's absolutely legal. As, uh, as illegal <laughs> as it sounds. Exactly right. Um, if a dealer transfers to another dealer, guess what? That dealer already has a license and has already been approved. Okay? Um, there's only, I think it's only four or five states that you have to do a background check no matter what. Florida happens to be one of those no matter what's un, uh, unless there's a, a concealed weapons permit. But in many other, and excuse me, even, we, even with the concealed weapons permit in Florida, which says, by the way, I have a good background check, but now I have to come in and you I'm want me to do guy. another good background yes, check. I'm a good guy, but yeah. you still want to check me out. It's about more, that's about money is what that is. Oh, yeah. That's about oh, money. Yeah. But in many states, Georgia is our, is our neighbor state. We'll just say that. Uh, if you have a valid, you walk in with a valid uh, you know, concealed weapons permit or concealed firearm permit they have there, um, you just you do the paperwork and you take the gun and you go home. You've already had your background check. You've pre-done your, your your background check. Yeah. So, folks, guess what? That person left the dealership without doing a background check. But this story immediately makes it sound like that's oh, illegal. Yeah. yeah. It's illegal. He, he, he went without a background check. Yeah, oh. you, you don't know the laws. You don't know exactly what you're talking about. Because yeah, I, I enjoyed the technicality of the laws. I just, you know, it was my own little personal you know, giggle moment was I could sit down at the computer on my desk, type, you know, fill in some information in some boxes and yep. print it out and lay the piece of paper on my on my desk yep. yet to be folded up and stuffed in an envelope and sent to the ATF. Yep. But once I print it out, sign it, put it on my desk. All right, we can go make the machine guns now. We're legal. Yep. That was literally he's, he's not lying to you, folks. That's how that works. I, I could go in the back and build a machine gun. Uh, but it's illegal. Wait, Earl, did you did you print that piece of paper yet and sign the form? Yes. Okay, now it's legal. Uh-huh. Wait, have they received it yet and responded to it? Doesn't say it needed to be No, done. it just says I have to do the form. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I have to mail it away. It doesn't say it has to be received, I have to be notified. It just says I have to do the form within 24 hours. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 pretty... Again, interpretation and, and legalness. Um, The other part on here that they re- immediately point out is the... Uh, um, they did not provide safety notices to handgun buyers. Now, listen Listen to this. Transferred weapons without conducting background checks. Now, listen, if you've got some guy that comes in the door and says, I'll give you $1,000 to buy this gun without a background check, that's a very bad felony. Okay? Oh, yeah. Um, if, you, if you sell somebody a new handgun or a used handgun and the Youth Handgun Safety Act notice falls on the floor on the way out the door, that's not a crime at all. <laughs> you, you have to provide them with the notice if they happen to drop the notice or throw the notice away the same as with the gun lock you provide them guess what the guess what the gun salesman has done wrong nothing exactly okay but that's not what this story would have you believe um and we're going to get into this a little bit more we got uh, many many uh, more uh, circumstances and instances and again i don't want to i don't want to make you think that we're a, we're four bad gun dealers if you got a gun dealer and he's selling guns out a back door which is again very very rare they need to go to jail Oh yeah, yeah I mean, you know, and, and yeah. you know, good gun dealers yeah. are the fastest yeah. people 
to turn in a bad gun. Oh, absolutely. Dealer. I, absolutely I know. Right. I know. Yeah. We did that in the past. Somebody said, "Oh, yeah, they're going to do the. They're, they're, you wouldn't make that sale to me. They're going to sell it to me. Really? Yeah. What's their name? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me. Let me. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hang up and call the ATF. Exactly right. Oh, 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 oh. You're yeah, listening exactly. to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. More when we get back from the break. Me started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call... Two minutes. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. 
Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Talking to you about a story out of uh, the Trace, I guess. I don't even know who it is. Just some... Uh, some source that put out a story recently called, uh, about the ATF. And again, the title of this article was the ATF catches thousands of law-breaking gun dealers every year. It shuts down very few. Let me let me be clear on this again because, Earl, and I've already started on this with you. This, these are not law-breaking gun dealers. These are not law-breaking gun dealers. What they may be is administrative policy uh, imperfections. Uh, you know, uh, you have to check all 14 boxes, sir, on the form here. The last one where it says, uh, are you a U.S. citizen? You check yes. And then it asks for your, your, your identification number, and it says not applicable. You did not check the not applicable box. I'm, I'm sorry, what? I didn't check the not applicable box? It, it doesn't yes. apply, so yeah. I forgot to well, say it. Yeah, but you have to apply. fill that in. That's just as important as the one that says, are you a convicted felon? Uh, uh, and, uh, absolutely not. It is not the, the same. You know, this one here is an immediate disqualifier. Um, this one here means, uh, you know, Earl, if, if they tell us, if they would check on the form, um, are they a domestic violence abuser? If they put yes, you could not sell the gun. You were not to sell the gun. Mm-hmm. By the way, that block on that form is 100% voluntary on their part to say yes or no. There's no way in a background check system that you know if they've been arrested or convicted of a misdemeanor domestic violence incident 20 years ago. Right. No way, no way to know. You have to literally take their... If there's an injunction against them right now from some incident that's recent, that's not in the criminal history database because an injunction is not a crime. Right. Okay? Uh, so you have no way to know. You have to take their... Okay. The guy said yes. And then he swore to it at the bottom. I guess it's true. Um, the ATF has problems with these. What they need to be doing is if somebody lies on these applications, no matter what the question is, they need to be taking them to jail and taking them to court. Yeah. Um, I think last year of the, of the some, some millions of, of that were done, you know, what do we, what do we have? Something like 20 million firearms bought in the last year. They identified 8,000 that had filled out the forms incorrectly, lied on the forms, uh, and the last number I had on that was um, none of them were prosecuted. Yeah. Um, yeah and that includes thing. Hunter Biden, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Folks. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's one of the uh, big ones, you know, that the that the Secret Service wanted to come in and, and take that 4473 yeah. from the dealer. Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. You can have a copy if you would like. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I don't know if I'd even give a copy to the Secret Service. I don't report no. to the Secret Service nope. as an FFL. I report only to the ATF. Yeah, correct. You can go pound sand. Yep. Yep. The ATF is allowed to come take whenever they want. Um, now, and, and listen, for the the cooperation effort with law enforcement, you know, I've seen and, and we would give copies to other law enforcement right, agencies. Right. But you ain't getting the original. No. You know? Because like you said, uh, it's not the Secret Service that issues my license. It's the uh-huh. ATF. Now, this, this dealer did have 600 uh, firearms. It says here, eight, at one point, ATF records show more than 600 firearms that should have been in stock could not be found. I love this. A red flag for gun trafficking. Really? <laughs> huh. Yeah. Even the FBI hey, would call that a clue. <laughs> does, does, this, does this work the same way as the, the store down in Texas? For Fast and Furious, with all the stuff that went across the border. No, no. See, that was because that was the ATF was was trafficking the guns. Oh, okay. That's okay, okay there. Okay. That's okay. That, there. That, that, that's yeah. cool, though. 
Okay, yeah, that's okay. all right. That's that's that's, that's right. totally okay. That's right. I forgot about that's that. That's totally okay. Uh, it, it, this this article says here that these are all serious violations enough to strip their gun license. Oh, let me, let me be clear on this. If you've got 600 guns with no record of where they went, you should not be worried about their license. You should be worried about which jail you're going to be taking them to. Yeah. Okay. If you have 5,000 transfer forms that were done in the last year and 14 of them, somebody failed to check a block on it. Um, and that's not one of those disqualification blocks. That's one of those metrics blocks. Right. Um, uh, um, uh, excuse me, Mr. Earl. It says here, are they white, Hispanic, American Indian, uh, and they did not check anything, and you allowed them to take the firearm? Um, yeah. Uh, well, it's not complete. The form's not complete. That's against the law. No, it's not. <laughs> the law doesn't say anything about what the ethnicity of the person is that takes the firearm. Yeah. Okay, that's not required under the law. You want that for statistical data. Mm-hmm. If they choose to say, I don't want to tell you my race, guess what? Pound sand, ATF. Yeah. Because nowhere in the law, anywhere does it say we only sell to whites, black, Hispanics, you know, non-Latino, whites, whatever it is. But we have this memo that that block has to be filled out. Eh, you know what? You and your memo can both go uh, you know, <laughs> shit in a, in a jail cell and pound each other. Okay? <laughs> because it's not the law. Oh. This is so misleading, the way this article is, and with the ATF's oh, yeah. investigation. Now, on, on, the, on the flip side, Earl, and you and I have seen personally many, many times, uh, they will come in and definitively tell you, this is how we want it done. And ATF probably does an inspection about once every three to five years, as long as you're doing business normally. Right. Um, and they will come in and tell you, this is how we want it done. Um, an example would be when dealing with certain Class three firearms, mm-hmm. like you mentioned. Um, they would say, we want them stored this way. And so you store them exactly how they want you to. Then three years later, they come back and they say, what is this extra safe full of lower receivers that are either machine gun lower receivers or short-barreled uh, rifle or, or short-barreled pistols lower receivers? Well, they're class three. They've been pre-registered, just waiting for somebody to purchase them. Then they'll get built into what they want. Oh, no, you can't do that. What do you mean we can't do that? Um, you can't. You have to wait for somebody to order one. Well, well, then it takes like an extra five months. Uh, these are just lower receivers. Uh, no, you can't do that. What do you want us to do? Well, they have to be lower. Re- you have to, they have to be short barrel rifles. You have to make them short barrel rifles. Uh, all right, whatever. Um, how about if I put a lower receiver and an upper receiver together, a five-inch barrel with a barrel nut and a rifle buffer tube, and I just zip tie them all together? Be- no, that won't work. Well, that's weird because an agent would arrest me for that, for being constructive possession of a short barrel rifle. Yeah, if I was walking down the street right. with that, I'd, I'd get arrested. They go, um, okay, well, you could do that. So do that for three years. Yeah. And then the next inspector comes back in Taking and says. Taking up more high, high oh, yeah. security space. Yeah, more security space, more product that yeah. you have to hold in limbo. Uh-huh. And then the next inspector comes in and says, what, what is with all this? Well, they're short barrel. They're, they're SBRs. They're short barrel rifle receivers. Why do, they, why do you have them done like this? Well, because they're short barrels, they have to have the short barrel, and they just put a tag on them and put the pa- the class three paperwork with them. Yeah. Well, your predecessor oh, oh, oh. said they had to be in this configuration. Throw them in the box and you know yeah. store them in the safe. Oh, okay. Can I have that in writing, please? Yeah. No, sorry, can't do that. Oh, and by the way, the guy that said you said told you to do that last time, uh, he says he didn't tell you to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's good because here you go. Here it is in writing. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
Let's see. Let's see. Um, the, the you know the, the point trying to make here with these folks is is that these there there is a human factor with selling firearms. Um, there's a, there's a there's a there's a double check process. There's the initial salesman will check it. Um, then somebody else has to check the paperwork also to make sure all of those little blocks and those little idiot boxes were checked. Um, and and, and I'm, I'm sorry, folks. If guess what? If you do ten thousand sales a year, sometimes you're going to miss a box. Now. Earl, am I saying that, oh, sometimes we're going to let a gun go without doing any paperwork and without doing a background check? No. No. Uh-uh. Never. No. No. If you do that, not you should the, lose not, your license and go to jail, but that does not happen. Not in the state happen. of Florida. Yeah. yeah. Not in the state of Florida. My favorite one of, uh, we had one, uh, I, I think that was, this predates me, but you, you gave it as an example, mm-hmm. that a guy checked off the box, checked off the wrong way, I don't remember which way it was, have you ever renounced oh my God, your yeah. U.S. citizenship? Yes, yes. And Clearly, he's an immigrant. English is not his first language. Yes. And you you told me, you know, he went up to him, sir, have you ever renounced your U.S. citizenship? Yes, I do it all the time. I am a U.S. citizen. I am a U.S. citizen. <laughs> no, 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 sir. Not announced. Renounced. Yeah. You ever declared yourself not a U.S. citizen? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm, I'm very proud of that. I, I'm very proud. Okay. I renounce all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Here, scratch this out, yeah, initial yeah. it, and check this box. Yep. Okay. You made a clear, obvious mistake. Uh, are, are, there, are there issues going on with, with dealers out there? Yes, absolutely. There are dealers that are, again, we said this before, there's, there, there's going to be a minority in any business, no matter what it is, whether if it's driving a truck, being a cop, or being a gun dealer, they're going to be that minority. What we need, though is the same thing that we'd lack from the FBI. The FBI wants to blame some of these shootings, these mass shootings, on individuals that took a firearm and did a bad thing with it, even though the FBI was tracking them for two years and decided to do nothing about it. Yep. The ATF will see what's out there and not do anything about it and then blame it on manpower. Yeah, exactly. Um, folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. More when we get back. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at KeltecWeapons.com. Yeah. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have stores. a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at NextLevelTraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's NextLevelTraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. Two minutes. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? 
Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the cert pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the cert pistols have a warranty? All of our cert training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell... One minute. Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, Earl, I think I should. Uh, we should make a couple of clarifications on the ATF. Uh, again, very, very hard workers, very, very uh, understaffed. Um, I'm not talking about the uh, you know the the dog shooting snipers either. That's not the people we were we were just discussing. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the industry uh, operations inspectors. Um, and and again, and we started that conversation because of the David Chipman thing. If he becomes the ATF director, their directions procedures interpretations are just going to become more convoluted oh if they need anything they need solid policies principles and supervisors that say the law is here as specified this is what we would like you to do yeah he he can't even uh, in in one session of of questioning he can't tell you what legally is you know, and I, I have trouble saying this because I know it's a made-up term, <laughs> but I have to use their yeah, language. Yeah. Uh, he can't tell you what an assault rifle is. Right. But then in another line of questioning, what is an assault rifle? Well, anything a bigger than a twenty-two long rifle determined by Congress or, you know, the this, the the House yeah, or, yeah. you know, it's like, well, whatever they tell me it is, that's what it is. Really? Are, are you that incompetent? Yeah. So if they tell you it's a stick with a nail in the end of it. Yeah. I that, guess that's an assault that's, stick. That's an, that now that's an assault weapon, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, okay. I wanna, we want to talk to you about, listen, and folks, you, you know you know how pro-gun we are. How pro-gun are we? I think I should be able to buy a machine gun through the mail and have it delivered to my house. I want it on Amazon Prime delivered yeah. in two days. I, I, exactly right. Exactly. Or I could go down to the box and pick it up in the same day, you know? I, 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 that's that sounds I, good too. I, th- I think I think that's exactly what we should have. I, I got you one better. Oh yeah, do my, it. My new gun's do parked it. out back. Oh yeah, yeah. I just got the turret. I'm waiting to get my lower in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, there are certain things you should not be doing with firearms. Well, Mike, it's uh, you know it's uh, Earl. It's a uh, we you know there should be a shall not be infringed. Okay, well you know where shall not be infringed applies to our sovereign nation. Okay. Yeah. Our sovereign nation. It's just like you can't run across the border, you know, and, and start, uh, you know, breaking breaking uh, laws of another country and say, well, that's that's, but it's legal in my country. Eh, it doesn't. It's their their sovereign nation. If you don't like it, go, go to war with them, I guess, and then defeat them and put your laws in place there. We've done that before. Our our country. A few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ask the American Indians about that. Yeah. Um, let's see, what we got here uh, 36 thirty six year old Massachusetts man hid gun parts in packages, and sent them to Hong Kong. <laughs> okay, see, now this is one of those things, 
where you should be like, no, I probably should not be sending gun parts to a foreign country. A, by the way, a communist country uh, with no guns allowed whatsoever. Yeah, um, he's asking for uh, Mr. Lionel, we're just going to give his first name. He's of uh, Brighton, Massachusetts. And the second man, uh, his first name is Muhammad, by the way, uh. um, of uh, Brookline, uh, of Massachusetts. Both sentenced in Boston Federal Court. The two Malaysian nationals were caught sending gun parts to Hong Kong during a federal investigation. Uh, they s- authorities said they sent gun parts to assemble AR-15 style weapons. I, I love when it says style weapons. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Does that mean it's got flair? Does it have glitter? Does it? Does it? Music come out of it? My era fifteen's got style. <laughs> it's got swag. It's got come swag. on. Get up with the get up with the new times <laughs> and the new terminology. Uh, one was sentenced to a uh, chain was sentenced to uh, 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 Lionel. Lionel. Sorry. Bam. Okay. I give you his last name. Look him up. See if he's on Facebook. Reach out. Tell him we said hey. What's up? What's up? What's up, L- man? Lionel Chan was sentenced to eight months in prison, followed by three years of supervised release. And uh, Mohammed was sentenced to five years of probation with the condition that he leave the United States on or before June 15th and not return for five years. Get out. Or without a valid visa. Um, what? Or, or, or yeah, what? Get, get out. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, you can come back. Yeah. Huh? You, listen, you, could, we're gonna, you don't have to go to jail as long as you leave for five years, but then you're allowed to come back. You ain't got to go home, <laughs> but, you, but you got to get the hell up out of here. <laughs> Evidently, that's how the Boston Federal Court works. Pretty much. Uh, you know who? They, you know what? Maybe this guy's lawyer. This was in Boston. Denny Crane. <laughs> <laughs> Denny Crane. Yeah. Uh, beginning in or around March 18th, uh, they purchased a, a variety of U.S. origin firearm parts online. Okay, they did not purchase from everything that I can find from the story, unless you're old, unless you've seen something different, they did not purchase what the United States would consider a firearm. They did not purchase a receiver, a completed receiver, or a frame with a serial number, the part that in this country we would consider the firearm itself. They had all of the other accoutrements. They had the pistol grips, they had barrels, they had rails, they had front sight posts, they had all of things like that. Parts. Yes, parts. Parts. Uh, and they shipped them uh, via FedEx to the buyer in Hong Kong. And, and the issue was, or they did not have the export licenses or the ITAR licenses, international trade, uh, um, trade, tra- what's the A? And uh, we'll figure it out. It's the gun. It's the gun. Oh, arms. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, arms, arms regulations. International trade, arms regulations. Thank you. Um, and saving them again. Yeah, I was thinking and 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 you know and a, and uh, no and then no, and, and 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 the uh, uh, what is it? It's um um uh, littering and littering and <laughs> littering and all right, meow. Uh, let's what we're gonna do here, meow. <laughs> and uh, so this is what this is what the, the problem was. And they would put stuff in there like sneakers, uh, Doritos, and then stuff gun parts in there. You yeah. know, and, and and this stuff got there now. You know the irony, I think, of all of this, Earl? That? The irony of, of all of this is they sent gun parts to the place where these gun parts are made. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they, 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 they sent them back home. They sent cheap firing pins, sights, pistol grips back to China where all of this crap is made. All of this aftermarket crap is made. Uh, and gets shipped over here, and Customs opens it up and goes, what's this? They go, that's a lot of work. Close the door and clear it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's a lot of paperwork. Uh, And and, and 
it's just I, it's just it was it was extremely funny to me when I saw that that um, they were sending it back to China uh, in, in in products the same way uh, you know you know what they need to do if they're going to send gun parts to China they need to get with the Chinese and figure out how to smuggle gun parts to China because the Chinese send the gun parts here and they write on the you know the outside of the container you know books I guess you know or um, but a lot of that crap you know ironically uh, more ironically a lot of that stuff is let in because of the interpretation of certain laws. It says firearm parts, and, and those are things that make the gun go boom. Do you need a pistol grip to make the gun go boom? No. No. How about sights? No. No. Uh, you know, how about a rail? No. 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 Uh, I want to get this really cool flashlight I want to put on it. No. 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 As long as it's not the, the actual receiver or the barrel or maybe the bolt, uh, they, those, they skirt the law all the time. They let these parts in. And these are the same parts they sent out. They didn't send anything out in that description you heard, folks, about receivers, barrels, or, or, or firing fire control groups, or, or bolts. Yeah, they sent nothing what is described and deemed the firearm under U.S. law yeah. was not sent out. Yeah. It was just parts. I'm thinking that uh, these Malaysian guys... Might have got the shaft. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we got one. We got to make an example. Oh, exactly right. Exactly right. Make they them think we're doing something. They, they don't know any better. Let's just do them. Let's do them. So, that's a. Uh, so here's our tip to you, folks. If you want to deal with your gun parts and you want to have your gun parts, and even if you want to send your gun parts to say another part of the country because you don't agree with I don't know California's law or New York's law, eh, that's between you and California and New you and New York. Um, but what I wouldn't do is send them to another sovereign nation inside a bag of Doritos. Yeah, that's okay? not good. Uh, now, I wonder if they got in trouble for sending the sneakers back to China because they were real sneakers and not the counterfeit ones. Yeah, no telling. Yeah, so craziness, craziness. Don't do it. Don't do it, folks. A little protection for you and, for you and yours. Uh, let's see. We got to, wow, man, it happens every, that's the first hour right there. Just, uh, it's, it's gone. It's gone. Uh, so we've got, uh, we get back, we're going to talk to you. We've got some new gun stuff we're going to talk about. Um, and we've Keep got, going, got uh, one more minute. We've got uh, the Firearms Policy Coalition, their giant victory in the state of California. Nice. So we're, we're going to talk about that, which, and what it means. Now, listen, it's, it's, it's a real great thing today, but there's still 28 days left for California to do something about it. Yeah. So, you know, th- that's, that's the problem. Uh, those kind of stuff happens. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, folks. So that's it again. Uh, first hour of the program. Uh, thank you for joining us here. We will be back uh, with you in uh, six minutes. So stick around. But until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. semi-automatic rifle be sure to arouse your curiosity not just because already that's hour one but because one it hour most popular handgun magazines so in that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance curiosity turns to pure adrenaline innovation performance Caltech see more at caltechweapons.com 
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the remainder of the program here. I do not do this show by myself as we bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Let me go around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow compatriot. On my left is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. I figured it out. I'm just keeping you up on your offhand training. On oh, my offhand training? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Right hand man, yeah, but yeah. I'm on your left side on the now. Left hand, yeah, there you, you go. Got to work on that. Work on that support side. Yep. Boy, boy, oh boy! What a great, uh, what a great week. What's going on today? How is everybody doing out there in the world? It's got, I uh, got me. I got, uh, I got Earl, the left right hand man, the right left hand man, <laughs> and uh, we are, we are here Pick with one. you. We are here with you. Let's see. Earl and I are actually right now. We're just going through this week's gun memes that we. Oh collect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the week, we just show each other, and we're like, "Look at this one. Look at that one." Um, there's Earl. Um, the the one you got from Hillary Clinton. There. What's that one say to everybody? <laughs> uh, I wish to offer my heartfelt condolences to Dr. Fauci's family after his terrible, fatal car accident. Oh crap! That's next week. <laughs> Doctor Fakey. Yeah, and, and referencing of. Dr. Fauci's emails being leaked. I did see one with uh, her passing him a note, and when he opens the note, it says... <laughs> should have deleted him. Should have deleted him. <laughs> exactly hey, right. Mike, I'm, I'm just going to get ahead of this. Yep. I, I, Fa- Fauci didn't kill himself. No, no, no. And neither did Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> neither did Epstein. Oh, boy. Let's see. Let's see. What do we got going on in the world? Y- you know what? We've got, uh, we've got some gun stuff. We've got some gun stuff to go over. And uh, I don't want to, because we always run out of time. So I think we're going to cut the, cut the banter short a little bit uh, today. Oh, fine. That's and, the best uh, part of the show. I, I know, but we got gun stuff. I want to do, right, right. do some gun stuff. Um, I mean, you want to, you know, let's, let's do the, um, 
Let's give you the fire. Let's give you the California news because I don't want this to wait longer. We can give you this, and then we can give you some fun gun stuff. This is this is great gun stuff, though. Judge overturns California's 32-year ban on assault weapons. Yep, that's right. You heard me. 32. Years. A federal judge. Oh man, come on! What is? Oh, my phone! Oh, my phone just went to uh, just uh, just went kaplooey. Um, ka- ka- what the kaplooey? Going prices for COVID. Boy, oh boy! What it? My phone just did. Um, it pulled a Fauci. It uh, it died unexpectedly on me. <laughs> yeah, uh, a federal judge. Hold on. Let me do this. Let's go to the um, reader view. There we go. Thank you, iPhone. A federal judge has overturned California's three-decade-old ban on assault weapons, calling it a failed experiment that violates people's constitutional rights. And that's all that's on my screen. So, next topic. No, hold on. Let me see here. Moving on. I'm going to bring it right on. This is crazy. Crazy technology. You know, technology is so incredible right now uh, that they don't want to let me read it. They're like, oh, listen, we have all the answers for you right here, right now, but um, you, you, you have to pay us for it. Um, that's the next. That's the next revolution, by the way. Yeah. yeah that information should be free, um, or at least you know, uh, charge me to ten cents a month for it, like uh, at the library. You know. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, it, it was uh, California. You got it over there, Earl. You could read from it. Let's see. Oh, I'm checking my gun broker listing. I'm, oh. not, I'm not winning. <laughs> right, let, me, um, let me move back to that. Um, t- tell, tell the folks about your gun broker listing. I'm what not happened? winning it. Dang it! They're <laughs> jacking the price up on me. Uh, and that's that never happens. That never no. happens. That's okay. I'll I'll just uh, I'm try to order a barrel that's made across town. Right. From somebody else in Georgia. Yeah. So I'll just go across. Just go across town, town and say hi to Adam. Yeah. And be yeah. like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Long time. How's it going, to bro? See. How's it going? Good to see you. Can I get one of these? Yeah, here you go. Just keep it. Thanks. Federal judge has overturned California's three-decade-old ban on assault weapons. U.S. judge, district judge, federal district judge Roger Benitez of San Diego ruled on Friday that the state's definition of illegal military-style rifles unlawfully deprives law-abiding Californians of weapons commonly allowed in most other states and by the U.S. Supreme Court. I think that's the most important part there, um, that they cited the district court in California says the U.S. Supreme Court has already made this decision. Yeah. Why are we here? Uh huh. That's that's you know that's what really gives it the the strength. Is it, isn't uh, correct me on the on the correct term? Uh, is it preemption that a state cannot make more strict than the federal law? No, no. Preemption says only, uh, at least at the state level, it says only the state can make these. Uh, these cri- can can make it uh, make the laws, so nobody else can make them. Uh, okay. So only only the state can. Uh, you got me. You got me. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Had a little had a little interruption in service there for a moment. I had to check to make sure the bill was paid. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah. So that's pre- preemption. Now um, it, it, it's 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 uh, what's the name of the rule? Um, um, you know, one if, if 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 a government makes a law, then the lower government cannot lessen the effectiveness the power of that law they for example um the state says um if the feds say you can't smoke weed weed is bad uh-huh. and then the state comes along and says um well you can't smoke but i got the glaucoma uh, yeah you can't you can't you can you can smoke a little bit it's All just right. not a lot uh well you're not allowed to do that now then we know that problem's going on around the country um but 
that's that's the way that works. You could you could strengthen it. Now you could you could say not only can't you smoke weed, but you can't even you know look at it. Uh, okay, you know? okay. So they can go stronger. They right. just can't, they go, can't go weaker. Or Correct. Weaker. Preemption okay. says okay. Um, only the feds can make weed laws. Okay. Now, and we know that, listen, the government, the federal laws, uh, thanks to the 10th and 14th Amendments, um, the states can make their own laws around there. But at the state level, uh, it's, um, that's where preemption really applies because within the same ju- you know, judicial jurisdiction. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get into weeds today like that. Yeah. Uh, under no level of heightened scrutiny can the law survive, Judge Benita said. He issued a permanent injunction, a permanent injunction against enforcement of the law but stayed it for 30 days to give the California State Attorney General time to appeal. Now, listen, he, he, he used a standard of proof uh, that most judges don't use, those okay. liberal judges don't use. And the law is very specific on using the, you know, the, the, uh, the standard. And they, uh, he's, he's going to you know, give the state time to try and come up with a theory or an argument to uh, combat what he said, they're they're not going to be successful because they have to go to him. Uh, they it's not as if they go to uh, any other judge. Oh, we'd like an injunction to get rid of his injunction. Now they they're, they're already at a federal level judge. Now if they want to go to a higher level, if they want to go to the Supreme Court and get the Supreme Court to remove that injunction, they could. But this judge made the decision based on what the Supreme Court's already said. You know, right. This is what we've been looking for, with what gun rights activists have been looking for forever, this federal judge to say this. Can he go to the full Ninth Circuit Court and get all of the judges on the Ninth Circuit to, uh, to render an opinion? Uh, sure he could, but thanks to President Trump, that's not the, the, the liberal uh, um, uh, base of judges that it used to be. Uh, it, at most, it's even now, you know? Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studio. Stick around. We'll get back to you to, uh, more on, uh, on in California. The Keltec PMR30 yeah. is no yeah. run-of-the-mill 22 yeah. Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech. A family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence. Two minutes. Three, six years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. One minute. Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. All right. Coming back. 54-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Hey, we were talking to you about uh, the uh, the order out of California, the victory, again, to our, our good friends at the Firearms Policy Coalition. Great job, guys and ladies out there for, for this uh, for this uh, this victory. Uh, the governor out in California, Governor Gavin Newsom, condemned this decision. Earl. This is the decision by Judge Benitez out of California, again, saying that the 32-year-old assault weapon ban in California is unconstitutional. Now, like we, uh, we said last segment, the, the judges ordered a permanent injunction to keep enforcement of this from ever occurring again with a 30-day you know, window on it here, 30-day ban uh, to set to start to allow California the time to appeal. Um, now, it's it, it, it that's 30 days. Now, if they put their appeal in on the 28th day and ask for an extension, it's going to be, no, sorry, you had 30 days. Yeah. You had 30 days. Uh, so Governor Gavin Newsom uh, condemned the decision, calling it a direct threat to public safety and the lives of innocent Californians, period. No, Governor Newsom, the only thing that's threatening the lives of innocent Californians, period, is you, okay? which your tyrannical government, which your restriction on firearms, which your review of COVID enforcement. Uh, or remember, remember, nobody can go to a restaurant. Nobody's allowed to go to a restaurant because people will die. Actually, he could. Well, yeah, exactly right. He could because he's special. Yeah, it was like you know, two or $300 yeah, a yeah. plate. He's, he's special. He's, he's allowed to do that. Rules for thee, but yeah. not for me. Yep, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, this 94-page ruling, the judge spoke favorably 
of modern weapons and said they were overwhelmingly used for legal reasons. I love this part. He says, like the Swiss Army knife, the popular AR-15 rifle is a perfect combination of home defense weapon and homeland defense equipment. Good for both home and battle. Yeah. That's a judge that knows what, what the word tyranny means. Uh-huh. That's, he, he knows what, what the Constitution was written for and why the Second Amendment is there. The comparison completely undermines, this is Governor Newsom again, completely undermines the credibility of this decision and is a slap in the face to the families who've lost loved ones to this weapon. We're not backing down from this fight and we'll continue pushing for common sense gun laws that will save lives. Common sense gun laws, Earl. Common sense gun laws that save lives. Do you have any that you would recommend if you were a, uh, a governor or a constitutional uh, appointed uh, you know, member of Congress or... Have a gun with you at all times. There you go, right? Yeah, have have gun will defend self. Have gun yep. will will defend uh, you know fellow uh, countrymen. Yeah. You know, so that's that's you know. Oh wait, you forgot the one about the uh, the the, the gun free zone signs. Yeah, right. <laughs> gun free zone signs. They're so cute uh-huh. when I see them. They're so cute. I think I was I walked past two today. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, in our state, the, those signs uh, they don't have the force of law. And even if they did, <laughs> I got, hey, I got something for you. Right over here. Yeah, over yeah, here. That, that, that goes where with I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Yep, yep. Exactly. California first restricted assault weapons in 1989 with multiple updates to the law since then. Ridiculous updates, like the whole micro-stamping nonsense. And yeah, they, 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 want, they want to require technology that's not been invented yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, we saw it in a movie. So this is what we want. Yeah. Uh, in California, assault weapons are defined by the law, are more dangerous than other firearms, and are disproportionately used in crimes, mass shootings, and against law enforcement with more resulting casualties, the state attorney general's office argued. Um, that's, it's just not true. Statistically, it's not true. And everything that has said what an assault rifle is, what an assault weapon is, the, for, the Firearms Policy Coalition went in there and said, they, Earl, they used the exact examples. They put the, the 1022, the wooden 1022 up there yeah. on, on display. And then they put one in a, in a drop-in stock with a 30-round uh, magazine in it mm-hmm. and said, one's okay, one's not. Um, oh, and by the way, the, the wooden one, you can have 37 of these 10-round magazines. It's okay. But now that I put it in an evil-looking black stock with one 30-round magazine, which has one-tenth the ammo of what I just compared it to, this one's illegal. Yeah. I, I, I like the one where I've seen it was just a, a, I don't know, something online or an advertisement or whatever, and they show an AR-15 in standard configuration with its standard capacity magazine, collapsible stock pistol grip and everything and they they i can't remember how they worded it but it's you know something to make it scary not like this standard wooden rifle yes and if you know firearms the wooden rifle they chose was an m1 grand yeah that was the mom's uh to mom's demand action yeah and i remember that yeah it was it was that that they called firearm, it a hunting rifle yeah, yeah that yeah. platform had legitimately because of being used in wars yeah. around this planet has more bodies on it arguably than almost any other platform combined I, I would agree with you i would absolutely agree with you yeah yeah 
Uh, let's see. The judge, uh, the judge disagreed with uh, you know, uh, you have, obviously the people there in California. He said this case is not about extraordinary weapons lying at the outer limits of Second Amendment protection. The banned assault weapons are not bazookas, howitzers, or machine guns. Now read into that. The judge believes that bazookas, howitzers, or machine guns lie at the edge of the limits of Second Amendment protection. He didn't say outside. Yeah, he just said. Just he said at the outer limits. That, that's in, in a judge's opinion. You might get a second glance. Like, you really want this machine gun? Yeah, yeah I do. Right, right. Yeah, I do. He said All instead, right. the firearms deemed assault weapons are fairly ordinary, popular, and modern. Um, the judge said, despite California's ban, there currently are an estimated one hundred and eighty-six thousand assault weapons registered within the state. They were grandfathered in before California's evolving definition of assault weapon. So, Earl, there's already 186,000 in the state. Yeah, imagine that. But, but wait, hold on, hold on. I want to go back to Governor Newsom. Those 186,000, shouldn't they have just put everybody else at risk and, and, and make them, uh, you know, it, it's going to be mayhem in the streets? Aren't they a direct threat to public safety and the lives of innocent, innocent Californians? No, they're registered. Oh, okay. Well, that, I, that's right. That's true. You registered them. You know what? I mean, yeah. you don't want yeah. to use a registered gun for no, something like that. Yeah. What if they had a, a What if they had a ghost gun? What if they had had a shroud? What if it had a shoulder thing that goes up? <laughs> what if it's got a, one of those clipazines that I could just, I, I'll fill it, and then when I shoot it, it's done. A thir- 30 mag clip and capable of firing in half a second? That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I actually would like to try to handle a firearm that could fire a 30 mag clip in half a second. I would, uh, I would also. I would, I, would, I would also. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, a, again, from, uh, uh, from the ruling. It says, this is an average case about average guns used in average ways for average purposes. Uh, one is to be forgiven if one is persuaded by news media and others that the nation is awash with murderous AR-15 assault rifles. The facts, however, do not support this hyperbole and facts matter. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow, I like this judge. In California... Murder by knife occurs seven times more than murder by rifle. <laughs> yeah, but you don't see Governor Gavin Newsom talking about getting rid of steak knives. No, no, because he's got to eat at the restaurants. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, he also called the ban a continuing failed experiment, which does not achieve its objectives of preventing mass shootings or attacks on law enforcement officers. This guy, this guy right here, we got to send him a gun. Yeah, we send yeah him, exactly. We send him a firearm. Send exactly. him a firearm. We'll send it to a dealer because oh, yeah, it's got yeah. to be done through a background check, right? Um, oh my God! The whole California Department of Justice. What are they going to do now? Look for another job. For those who don't know, the Calif- oh. California has their own California oh, Department it's a of Justice nightmare, and they just their whole existence is to is to execute these these unconstitutional laws. If you want to send a firearm to any another dealer in the country, or if you're going to mail it to yourself in another state, if you're going hunting, which is perfectly legal, by the way, you can't do this in California because you've got to register with the Department of Justice. They've got to put their restrictions on it. They have to charge you their fees. It's another bureaucracy created solely for the purpose of enforcing unconstitutional laws and making money. Yeah, and and doing legitimate gun sales to a uh, uh, an FFL dealer in California, you know. We, we were a manufacturer in Florida. We would have a business that wanted to buy something in California. And it was 
it was more paperwork you had to go through. I had to go through a website, had to register with this website, enter all the information to quote unquote, I guess, pre-register it for lack of a better word. And then as soon as that dealer got all that paperwork and everything, he got the information. And so the customer in just trying to make things move as fast as possible before they actually even received the item, they wanted to submit their paperwork to get their waiting period started just so they could take possession of the firearm as fast as possible. And then the, the delivery service damages it and turns around and sends it back to us. And then we had to send something else with a different serial number. Oh, boy. Oh, that customer was hot. It's like, dude, we ain't got no control over that. Yep. Talk to your representatives. So, boy, Firearms Policy Coalition. We got, we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, hey, folks, uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Stick around. More when we get back from the break. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote... Do we uh, have Major Bill today for Fallen Heroes? Waiting Sorry. to hear from him now. Playing video games. Okay. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. Colton, no, to no donate bill today. And to find out more about. Okay. Visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. Two minutes. Two minutes. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, Say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any... One minute. One minute. I heard that. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Chief Warrant Officer 3, Kenneth R. White, died June 5, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. White, 35, of Fort Collins, Colorado, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 10th Aviation Regiment, 10th Combat Aviation Brigade, 10th Mountain Division, Fort Drum, New York. He died in Fob Salerno, Afghanistan, of injuries suffered as the result of an OH-58D helicopter crash during a combat mission while serving with Task Force Tiger Shark. White was born in Key West, Florida. He joined the Army in October 94, was stationed at Fort Hood, Texas, and then to Fort Carson at Colorado Springs where he met and married his wife Sarah in 1998. He then went to flight school and served two tours in Iraq. He deployed, deployed to Afghanistan in October 2010 and was due to re- return home in October 2011. White is survived by his wife and three children, daughters Alita and Natalie and son Seth. Also killed was Army Chief Warrant Officer 2 Bradley J. Godet of Gladewater, Texas. Gentlemen, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Heroes segment of the program. Folks, you need a gun attorney, just want some gun knowledge, you want to you share some information, or just want to talk to a nice gentleman, give him a call at maxlaworlando.com. Hey, um, this is the segment normally where Major Bill would be with us. He is unable to be with us today. Uh, he is engaged in some crowd control at the eh, moment. He's busy violating rights. He is, he is, he is. Um, but we do want to play his intro music for you because... Uh, we know how much you love it, and our sponsors really object when we don't play it. So normally, <laughs> right now, we'd be introducing Major Bill. Major Bill. And that's Major Bill. That would be Major Bill's music. So <laughs> you, know what the, you know what that gives us, Earl? That gives us an extra segment to talk gun stuff. Woo-hoo! We got gun stuff. All right, so let's see. Now, Earl, uh, Earl the only question is, do we talk new rifles? Or new shotguns. You know what? I've got an idea of something that completely oh. off topic. Boom. I'm closing the laptop. What do you got, sir? This day and age right now, I'm, I want to give food for thought and a, and a very, very broad general line of guidance for uh, our listeners that, as they well know right now, ammo is very, very hard to come by. Oh, when boy. you do find it, it's expensive. Expensive as crap. Yep, yep. So we want to give them some suggestions on how, uh, on on what they can do right now to work on their training to be proficient, but without 
breaking the bank yeah. on, on, on ammo. And one of the first things that I thought of, one of our first and longest sponsors and best friends of the program, and I admit it, us personally, is a CERT laser training pistol. Yeah, yeah. Let me, but before you even go on, okay. Just, just listen. There is no arms room radio, folks, as you know it, without Mike Hughes and Britt Lenz from Next Level Training and the Cert Training Pistol. I'll just say that right there and, and hand it back to you, Earl. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to be as transparent as possible. Yes, a Cert Laser Training Pistol has a price tag. Uh, at first inclination. It's a high price tag. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm ballparking here, Mike. You can help me. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I, I, I like to shoot high, and if it comes in low, it's a pleasant surprise. What, 300 bucks? Uh, you know, the basic models, uh, two, 250 You know. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So, yeah, that, that, uh, I, I know a lot of our listeners flinched at a, a laser training pistol, 250 to 300 bucks. How much ammo is that right now? Oh, boy, yeah. Probably, I'm, I'm going to easily say, less than a good day's worth at the range. Yeah, yeah. And what's the potential I can train with that one laser training pistol with one set of batteries? Months and months of training yeah. can be done with that pistol for that one investment. Yeah, 100,000 rounds on one battery, and then you have to go put another $5 battery in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I can handle yeah. that. <laughs> And, and just the capability. And, and right now, we're just, again, just breaking it down, going to the range and shooting, you're working on your accuracy to be proficient as, as a concealed carry holder uh, to, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to generalize folks here, and I think you can understand this, to defend yourself and your family. That is one aspect of you know, your, as, your accuracy of putting rounds on target. With a CERT laser training pistol, you can completely safely practice other aspects of that, i.e., you can be in your home, put on your, your carry holster, you know, carry exactly the way you do normally with a live firearm, but with the, tra- with the CERT pistol, you can now simulate live situations of you can lay on your bedroom floor, on your back, on your holster, and try to practice drawing. You know, picture, you know, you've, you've already put, you know, let's say I'm, I'm of the mindset of aim small, miss small. So the light switch inside, you know, your bedroom at the bedroom door is your target. So now lay on your holster and practice drawing and putting, putting a laser on target instead of a round on target. Uh, okay, you've, you've figured out how to do that well. Now lay on your other side. Do it one-handed. Do it with your non-dominant hand. You can practice so many different aspects of the entire bubble of being a concealed carry holder right now. And then another aspect is put, some, put, some pen, put a pen to paper of planning when you can afford to go to the range. And, you know, you, let's say right now you normally would go to the day or at the range and have fun and do a little, I'm doing air quotes here, folks, training, and you would take probably 500 rounds. Now, right now that's a sizable investment. Instead of doing that every week, 
uh, maybe doing that at best every other week, maybe once a month. Well, now think about what you're going to be doing. Plan. Come up with some little drills for yourself that where you can maybe drop that down to like 300 rounds or 200 rounds. Uh, and something else I thought of, too, that it's a, a, another investment, and it's just an investment in you. And it sounds like it's you know for competition only, but where it can be applied in the quote-unquote, again, air quotes, you can't see them, but I'm doing them, <laughs> uh, in the you know, tactical world is a shot timer. Yeah. You can go out to the range with your, your carry firearm or your duty firearm, load two to three rounds in it, and then you've got your reload has another one or two rounds. You put those two to three rounds that are first, you know, first magazine in your firearm. You put them on target. You run it to slide lock. You reload, and you that second magazine has one round in it. So now you simply have a gauge of when you first do this drill, how fast. You're, what you're looking at is how fast you can reload. Actually, the be best of one round in one magazine. Shoot it, and again, just dealing with a, with a semi-automatic platform. It's going to go to slide lock, drop that magazine, grab your reload, put it in there, reload, you know, get back on target, and fire one round. And what's your time frame? Have you, have you seen Instructor Zero doing that? No. He just put a video out within the past two weeks on that. That's exactly what he's done. He'll go out and do four or 500 rounds like that with mags. Now, it's, it's, it's 10 mags at a time, one round per, and it's boom. And he just does it 10 and over. Goes away, reloads, comes back, and that's all he does for an afternoon to right. get that first shot. You know, first shot and reload. That's all he's practicing. First shot quickness and reload speed. That's yeah. that's all he's practicing. Yeah, and, and again, folks. Also, too, what I'm what I'm going to preface this with. I'm I'm telling you to use a shot timer. You know, make the investment in a shot timer. But that's you know, don't become a slave to it. No. Don't game it. You're you you have to have some way of measuring your progress. And that's all that this is doing. And and then also you look at it too of okay, my accuracy is good. You know, I'm I'm doing this well and my accuracy is good. Well, try doing it faster and maintain your accuracy. That's another method that you can gauge and push yourself. Just you know, something to think about to try and get maximum bang for the buck in, in this day and age that we're in right now with everybody going crazy buying all the ammo. Just awesome tips. Awesome tips, folks. Stick around. we got more coming back for you after the break. The kel PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guy. Two minutes. America. 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next yes. Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room. One minute. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's right, the magswag.com studios. We promise to continue to bring you all things gun, all the gun time, and and, and, and with that in mind, we got more. Earl, let's uh, yeah, let's let's yeah, finish I, where we were. Um, this is, is this is a uh, we need to do it some more justice, and I mean, let's let you just hand it right back to you. Let you keep going. Can't can't fit it all in just one segment. No, nope, absolutely I'm, not. You know what? I'm taking over the rest of the show. Do it. It's all you. Cut my mic, Colton. Let's get this done. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't bring my handcuffs. <laughs> if I want to shut him up, I got to handcuff him. <laughs> uh. See, I left off. Oh, yes. Uh, another suggestion of an investment to be used as a training tool is a shot timer. The where, you know, just timing yourself just so you have a gauge to, to understand your progress of working on reloads. Um, and then also, too, the, the, the classic of, you know, draw and fire. You know, you're standing there. You, you, most of the shot timers now can be prepared or be programmed of they will uh, have uh, – all kinds of different timing of when the buzzer is going to go off. I mean, you push you push the start button, but uh, it could beep at you uh, anywhere from a second, three seconds, five seconds. You know, it, it it decides so you know it's coming, but you don't know when. And then you draw and place place around on target, and that's something you've got to you know be cognizant of if you're you know carrying a firearm to defend yourself and or your family of you know i've got to make sure i can do this accurately and and fast uh you know what was it uh colonel jeff cooper said accuracy is fine or speed is fine but accuracy is final yes you've got to be you got to learn how to be accurate uh uh accurate in a hurry and which is, sounds confusing, right? Yeah. But yeah. It, but it, it, you know, if, if you've ever been a shooter, you 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 know, yeah. you know what that means, yeah. And, and and again, don't don't let this don't get trapped up in the gaming of this. You know, you, yeah, you can cheat it and and post a, a a fast time. You can even you know get get together with your shooting buddies and see who can do it the fastest. And you know you can game it and oh okay you know this time Mike I beat you but you know, I I cheated. And right. I'm I'm not cheating Mike, I'm cheating myself. 
That's it. I'm potentially cheating my family, my loved ones. So don't game it. Just use it as a method to gauge your competency. And then another aspect that I thought of, of to get, again, get you the best return on your investment right now. Because a, a good day at the range literally is an investment, is professional training. You know, that's something that we've always talked about is we're, we're huge advocates of training now more so than ever because most uh, trainers are realizing that ammo is expensive right now more than it's ever been. Up to a buck around at a minimum, just just yeah. for plinking ammo, yeah. For, for nine mil plinking yeah. ammo, yeah. yeah. So if you wanted to take a rifle class, oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, that hurts just thinking about it. Yep. But they, they realize that. So they're modifying some of their drills and, and – uh, uh, routines to to build repetition and they're lowering the round count where i mean it used to be uh i personally wasn't interested in a rifle class if they they said you if you needed a round count less than a thousand rounds right you know i was like ah, i'm not even shooting a case of ammo i'm not interested in that class yep. i want to go blast i want to have fun and learn something well now you can take classes that uh, and I'm just ballparking. I have done no research on the actual round counts required and different instructors are going to have different requirements. Uh, unfortunately, that, that's something you're going to have to do, do for yourself. Uh, if you want to shoot us a message on Facebook and let us know where you're at, uh, I'll, I personally will do all I can to try and coordinate uh, with an uh, instructor in your area to try and get you some good training. But you make the investment and I'm ballparking here of three to 500 rounds of ammo for a day, possibly multiple day classes, but running three to 500 rounds at the range under the watchful eye of a certified professional instructor right. will get you the best return on that investment than a thousand rounds going out and shooting at the range with your buddies. Yeah, just blow. And listen, everybody deserves a good range day where you just get oh, to yes, blow yes, it off. Yes, but uh, yes. but yeah, you, you, the, the the time with an instructor is invaluable. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something I, I years ago I used to play around. Uh, you know, playing golf. I mean, I reached the level of you know, it takes a lot of balls to play golf the way I do. <laughs> And that was something that everybody always said was one of the best things you can do for your golf game is go get instructions. Yeah. Same thing is, is, you know, carrying a firearm. One of the best things you can do is go get training. And, and, it, and that's where you have to also look at, too, when you're seeking out professional training is what you're planning on doing. Am, am I just and I don't mean this derogatory, am I just a concealed carry holder looking to protect myself and my family? Am I looking, you know, am, am I prior military service looking to re as a refresher course and I'm going to try and sign up with a contracting company and go back overseas and, you know, and, you know, looking for that aspect of training. The, the different instructors are going to be training for different 
scenarios, situations, uh, ways of thinking. Because that was something that, you know, with working with you, Mike, with, uh, you know, being in the arms room, I became uh, very aware. And a lot of the situations, I was the only civilian in the room. Everybody else was prior military and or law enforcement. And at first, I, I, I was like, man, I, I, I kind of suck. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, listen, I'm not high-speed, low-drag uh, yeah, like you, everybody else. Yeah, but your skills came from a different realm, and they were still very, very good top-notch skills. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, you know, we, that. we were all there. And, and, and you know, the, I'm sure the law enforcement looks at the police and the cops, and they all look back and forth at each other and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, at the range... Is, is, or, or you're on the firing line is, is where it would make the difference. And Earl, your skills were right there. So, folks, when Earl's telling you this stuff, this is top-tier knowledge coming at you. <laughs> well, and then that's what I finally realized, too, that, you know, I learned all of this as just a civilian. So I had to be on my, you know, Florida, my home state does not have open carry. We only have concealed carry. Yeah, yeah. So I have to be at the top level of my game of concealing. So, and, and, and as an example, I'm not knocking you, but as prior law enforcement, you always had, you know, ever since becoming a law enforcement officer, you had some way, fashion or something, you could re- fall back on having a badge in your pocket, whether it be saying active duty or, or uh, retired or, you know, right. In that aspect, if, if you accidentally uh, brandished or showed your firearm, you could say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm prior law enforcement. And, and then the responding officer that somebody called you in, oh, okay, you're, you're cool. Yeah. Just make sure, you know, tuck, yeah, yeah, tuck yeah, your yeah, shirt yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that again. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't have that luxury. Right. right. I had to make sure that, I, I always strived to make my my per, close personal friends that knew I carried wonder if I was carrying. Right. If they couldn't tell, all right, I'm doing it right. So anybody that doesn't know me from Adam has no clue. Yeah. And so, that, you know, that's where I realized that, you know, yeah, I'm a civilian. I'm doing this because I like it and I enjoy it. A lot of military and law enforcement did it. Because it's part of their job, that that was it. They had no other inkling of to get. Oh, we gotta go to the range today. It's hot. What the heck? I don't want to do this. And I'm like, all right. How, how many rounds? Thousand rounds. That's all it. right. I'm bringing two. Let's get her done. I'm Let's bringing get her two. Done. Get her done. So, folks, uh, take take the man's advice. Uh, you're, you're not going to get better than that. Um, listen, uh, we enjoyed having you with us this week. I uh, hope we have you back with us here next week. Uh, and, and Earl Serious, reach out to us on the Facebook page. You got questions? He'll hook you up. He'll find you somebody. I'll Doesn't do the matter best where I you can. are. Doesn't matter where you are. Uh, listen, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. And if you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And as always, keep your head on a swivel. We'll see you next week.
Caltech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. That is everything. You are all set. Thank you, Colton. Uh, another successful week, and we will uh, talk to you next week. Sure thing. Great show. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye.